This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Check this out. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I got something to say. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Golden State trying to acquire LeBron James, and how far did this go? It didn't go far at all. I actually heard about it when everybody else heard about it. The Rich Eisen Show. I don't know if we watch basketball tonight. The East wins it 2-11 to 186. Earlier on the show, senior writer for Sports Illustrated, Chris Mannix. Steelers Radio Network host, Jerry Dulac. Coming up. Host of NBC's Deal or No Deal Island, Joe Manganiello. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Last two hours have been great. Not just because it's been great content, but uh, I didn't get sick during it. So, <laughs> I mean, that's um, a fact. That is so true. this show, I've lasted longer than my last one. Das Boot. Or previous. <laughs> Shouldn't say Das Boot. I did say on that Tuesday show when I got sick during it, I used the phrase to boot. And then I looked right at TJ and I said, I guess I shouldn't use that phrase. Nobody at home probably knew what I was talking about, but you did, which is all that matters to me. And I cracked up. I had to turn my mic off. And then the next day with Susie, we just told everybody what was happening. I know you did. I saw that. I was sitting at home watching. She and it was started with Bruce it. And I was just like, like, okay. He vomited during the conversation with Orlovsky. And by the way, Bruce had a great line saying, I guess Dan didn't know that he he makes people sick when you interview him. Look, Rich, I was willing to keep our secret a secret, but you know. I know, and then he gives it up. <laughs> you did. Your, wa- your wife started it. Did she really? Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> Did and she really? I, and was I was her. like, well, then we're just, just cats out of the bag. Let's just talk about what happened. Look, I was going <laughs> to hold you down, Rich. I was going to be like, you know, uh, we're, you know the mic went out or something. But it bonds <laughs> people together. Sure. Is what yeah, I'm saying. Me, why, me seeing what I saw is going to bond you and I together for a <laughs> right, that. Yeah, you have a perfect shot. Direct line. <laughs> the fact that I didn't start recording. I'm I, normally recording. I, I, that's what I do. That's I, what he does. Yeah, I, I would have just, just to have, have it. it. For, just to have it. Just uh, I don't know why you on. would need some video of Rich vomiting. <laughs> I, well, that I into the a bucket behind my desk. <laughs> I record everything for posterity. Do you think people are now going to go back on our YouTube page and, or on our Rich Eisen collection it. page on Roku, saying, just trying to, where's the exact moment? You'll well, be able to was, tell. You'll well, be able to tell. In, was, well, you can't hear it. It was when Dan came on, uh-huh. and then it was in the middle of Overreaction Tuesday. I know that happened. If you watch Overreaction yeah. Tuesday and you hear me going, <laughs> no. I'm going to step in here for Rich Rule. No, but you thought I was, you kept trying I, to. I kept trying to keep it going. Keep it going until I, I was, I, I, I was, I was yeah. pulled myself back together again. But I kept pointing at TJ <laughs> so, saying, you take it. So I'm you looking at you. In, and Rich so is he doesn't like, have to keep tapping. I was like, tap, tap. Is he going to get back okay? I Hold want, on a second. I want it known. Okay, because this and, stuff doesn't get and then recognized. Again, and I was like, okay, let me look this I, way. Chris, I thought we did a great job. <laughs> this stuff doesn't get recognized by any, you know, awful announcings or, or Emmy panels. But in the midst of me getting sick, I think Chris and, and me I in the midst up. of doing all that, I was tr- trying to get you to start talking. Like, I was trying to produce. Yeah, and you did. <laughs> you and I just normally, normally, I don't <laughs> touch porn overreactions. I was producing mid-yak. Literally, folks, he had his hand. I'm struggling physically, and you were, you know, trying to tap dance. And I was like, you don't have to. The two of you talk. I was just making sure. Not like you were alone. It was just not just the two of us sitting here. I know, here. I know. But I was wondering if it was just going to be a, a, a one-up chuck or it was two. No, it was multiple. It yeah, was a it was, bad so day. It ended up being multiple, so I was like, okay. I was I just trying to give you time I, to recover. It turned out, apparently, <laughs> there was some influenza going around. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Did you give it to Tiger? I don't think so. I've not, I've not been around Tiger. Okay. All right. Just checking. 
You know, <laughs> I have no idea. Tiger Woods came down with yellow fever today. Uh, it's interesting. Yellow it's fever. interesting. His, his press release announcing that he was withdrawing due to influenza was written by somebody named Theodore Roosevelt. It's very strange. <laughs> Lewis and Clark? <laughs> Lewis and Clark PR. <laughs> Honestly, was there nobody in his group that said they haven't called this influenza since the League of Nations was formed? I have diphtheria. Nobody pushed back saying, just call it the flu? Well, he has influenza. And as a matter of fact... You should send that by telegraph. <laughs> Typhoid. Morse code. Mountain fever. I'm looking at the Morse code being sent from the Pacific Palisades. I'm looking up all the Dateline diseases. Dateline Riviera. In Oregon Trail. <laughs> Tiger Woods has withdrawn because he has influenza. Uh, cholera. As Archduke Ferdinand marches. <laughs> Archduke. You're going to kill TJ over there. Uh, is it too soon? <laughs> Uh, maybe. What is happening here? <laughs> Boom! Thank you. <laughs> Bo -bo. Well, actually, you've got our new drop. You've got our new drop that's perfect here for us. Well, congratulations. There you go. Oh, see you later. <laughs> Tiger Woods came down with black water fever today. Are you now Googling old... Old-timey illnesses? <laughs> Old illnesses. Are you now Googling that? <laughs> Being honest. Yes, you, of course he Googled it. Last time he That's did what, it, he was he was <laughs> dropping Taylor Swift songs. Yeah, you didn't think I knew all of those Taylor Swift songs off uh, the dome. I don't know about you, man. You, you know a lot of people. <laughs> Scarlet fever. Frank in Portland, Oregon. Let's take Frank. your call. What's up, Frank? Frank the tank. Hey, guys. Uh, how are you all doing? What up, Frank? Uh, I'm better, Frank. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Excellent. I'm super. Uh, I'm actually Thanks for at asking. home the, the week. Uh, I had a surgery on my hand, so oh. you had to watch on Roku instead of working this week, which is nice. Okay. So you've gone to the off-hand right. for your remote? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry? You went to your off-hand to use the remote control? Oh, it's, it's my off-hand for the surgery. Oh, so okay. I'm thankful for that. All right, Frank. That's good. Um, I got a couple <laughs> fixes for the NBA. Yeah. Um, the in-season tournament was a wild success, but besides money, I think the winner should get a playoff buy. So if they oh, make it, oh no, this is the same Frank. This didn't just it just didn't work for the Major League Baseball All Star Game where they said we're going to make this competitive. So you get home field advantage. Can you believe they did that? By the way, I saw that Frank as a suggestion for the NBA. But home field advantage for the World Series was given out yeah. for the winner of this game in the middle of July. Come on, that was I think nuts. Do yeah, that insane. with uh, uh, the finals, though. The winner of the All Star Game got uh, home court. I don't know about. I mean, back in the nineties. Uh, well, hey, listen. At least you know. You, at least you beat Damian Lillard when he came through, right? Which is, might, might well, offset watching him win the MVP for the Eastern Conference All-Stars. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what about Portland and Dame. Um, he could be the uh, governor of Oregon. I bet. He wants. That's, that's how much we love Thanks him. for the call, Frank. Appreciate it. Did you see the, vid the uh, video of him with the MVP, the Kobe Trophy, and his daughter using um, one of those um, – Disposable cameras to take pictures of him. Oh, really? That's yeah, adorable. Sad. It's it's as adorable as adorable gets. His little daughter. She looks like four or five. And she had to click in. The, yeah, in she had. The, and you could hear. Yeah, you could. It was wild hearing clicks <laughs> yeah, turn, and then and turn, then turn, turn, turning turn, turn, the turn. wheel to advance the film. That's awesome. Man, kids today yeah. don't know about disposable. Right. Well, uh, the the Lillard family is raising them right. Isn't that what Wemby had at his dra at draft day? Didn't he have a clip? And by the way, how about Wemby doing the skills challenge? I love that. I got to say, Wemby should have been in the game. Uh, I'm with you. He's going to win Defensive Player of the Year as a rookie. Like, uh, come on. I'm with you. Expand the rosters. I mean, screw it. Yeah. All right, let's get to overreaction Monday. Here we go. Here, here, here we go. Here we go. We're still doing it, people. Hit it. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. All right, before Joe Manganello comes out of our green room, hit it, Chris. What do you have? All right, guy. Hey, guys. What's up? Everybody good? What up, Chris? Hey, I'm All good. Right. Thanks for asking. Ray, what'd you eat while I'm you were I'm super. Uh, Thanks what, what? for asking. Soup? A lot of soup. A lot of soup. Good. Yep. That's Good. how you overcome influenza. Well done. All right. So we got a few NFL <laughs> and then a couple kind of randoms. Uh, 
Jimmy G. We talked about him on Friday, Rich. You didn't I see that. I uh, got popped for and he's, he, he, he's, he's, he's It's a gift the Raiders now can cash in and not pay him $11 million bucks and just cut That's him. That's a write-off. Jimmy G's days as a starting quarterback are over. Oh. I'll call this an overreaction. Let me ask you, let me ask you this question. No. Chris. <laughs> no. no, no, no. I'm not talking about you. Oh, okay. I'm not talking about you. Those days are over. Belichick's gone. Do you ever you remember a remember a quarterback named Brian Hoyer? <laughs> I do. <laughs> How many times we say his starting days were over? Chris, <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on, I'm not done. <laughs> okay. You remember a quarterback named Ryan Fitzpatrick? You'll oh, see him uh, on Thursday nights. He's very good. Yeah, great beard. He, he was at our party. How many times? How many times were we told his quarterback? Okay. Starting days were over. Hold on a second. Okay. Uh huh. Remember a quarterback named Zach Wilson? Ooh, oh. Dude, he's like the Undertaker. Just keeps popping up from the from the uh, the canvas. Remember, remember, remember. This sounds like the Chris Farley show. Remember when? You remember when Jimmy Garoppolo, the quarterback in question, was told, "You're so far gone. We're not even giving you a playbook at the start of training camp." And by the end of training camp, he was signed, and then wound up being the starter. Yeah. Okay. Get out of here yeah. with saying his days are over being a starter in this league. Let me tell you about Mason Peterman. Where's the spot for him? Oh, you mean for this year? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's a guy that winds up in uh, in Pittsburgh backing up Kenny Pickett. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Or backs up Mason Rudolph because Pickett's gone, which ain't happening. I'm just pointing out. Come on. I know the fine ladies in the Pittsburgh area would love to have Jimmy G. Hey-oh. Come this over guy. For some pierogies. hey All right. Maybe he could be in uh, a Pittsburgh version of Suits for Jerry Dulac to binge. <laughs> he could be. I, By the way, those who might be watching this segment back on YouTube, just thinking, where's, what's the context of that? Trust me. <laughs> what else, Chris? Okay, I was doing my best to tamper with this guy when we were in Vegas. So when he came on the set, oh, Baker, I saw it. a team not the Bucks are going to overpay for Baker Mayfield. Uh, which team would that be? I don't know. A team. A, a team. A team. Somebody's going to overpay. No, I, I think not the Bucks. I think he's not going anywhere. I think that this is. Um, I don't. I, I'm not saying he's not worth going and getting, but I, I, honestly, I don't know who the teams. This quarterback market, free agent market, is going to be fascinating to me. Fascinating. Because the question is, is Kenny, is, is, is Kirk Cousins going to be healthy enough? You'll assume he is. Well, who, who's going to go get him? Could it, be, could it be Denver? Then they've got to make moves. There's a lot of places where moves need to be made for the quarterback opening to be had. And the moves that are made might be for a rookie. And he's not going to go to a spot where suddenly he's signed and then all of a sudden he's got a shelf life. This is his team now, and I think he's staying put, and I think the Bucks would be wise to just make sure that this is a total overreaction, as I believe it is. What else you got, Chris? Rich, C.J. Stroud has set the bar very high for rookie quarterbacks. I'm going to say one of the top three drafted quarterbacks this year will make the playoffs in 2024. Okay, so Caleb will take the Bears to the playoffs. Or whoever goes to one. Drake May or Jaden Daniels will take... The commanders to the playoffs, and whoever doesn't take the commanders to the playoffs will take the Patriots to the playoffs. I'll call that an overreaction. We power. don't know who's <laughs> trading up. What if the Giants trade up? Really? What if Denver gets in the top three? Okay. What if Atlanta goes into the top three? Um. What if nobody moves out of the top three because they're so enamored with these quarterbacks? So, there's that. And even if, even if, so here's the one way that you might be correct is that one of these top three quarterbacks falls to like five, six, or seven and winds up with one of these teams because the Bears trade down one spot, keep Justin Fields, and take Marvin Harrison for him. Uh, I'm, I'm, and the commanders move up one spot. I'll call this an overreaction at the moment. I think C.J. Stroud's a unicorn, pal, and I think we're learning that right now. Do you see him go with Fred Taylor in the pivot? Yeah, that's a little, I mean. Did you see him basically say, where'd you go, Florida? Oh, why are we even have a conversation about national championships, Florida? I think CJ understood that when Fred was at Florida, he Florida won. was. No, the, I know that. Was Bama at But that he's time just talking about recency in the same way that, you know, a bunch of quarterbacks and the young quarterbacks, didn't Kyler Murray think the Cowboys are trash? 
Because yeah. they haven't won a thing since he's been alive. I mean, well, I mean, look. That's the way it goes. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I like C.J. Stroud and Micah Parsons going head-to-head in the celeb game. That was fun. That was fun. But nobody dunks like Puka. Right? Yep. I'm surprised teams even let those guys play. I love it. What else? Justin Jefferson. We'll be talking about him coming up. My cousin. He should go full Kirk Cousins and demand a fully guaranteed contract. Okay. Yeah. That's not an overreaction. He should demand it. And then and then sit out if he doesn't get it. Oh, oh, well, now that's a different story. Now that's a different story. You didn't add that to your your. Well, I wrote that in the statement. car this morning. I'm workshopping. So now <laughs> you're adding you're adding If he doesn't get a fully guaranteed contract, he should sit out. That's crazy. Now that's crazy. That's an overreaction. Not far be it for me to tell that uh, sweet young man, our new BFF. What a delight. He was great. Having him on our set. TJ's cousin. Yeah. Is that what you said to him? Well, we figured it out. Oh, okay. He said, you're my people, so we're going to hook up at the family reunion. Did you swab? I didn't see any swabs there. I mean, now we did. We did just 23 and me? That's right. Well, it's what you're saying. You should get 23 million guaranteed or nothing. 123 million guaranteed. Well, per year. Like, oh, so we yeah. had a bag for him, sure. it just wasn't that bag. By the way, I think that's what he's going to get. Hold out. Come on. Get out of here with that. All right. What else? Russell Wilson. Did you see his house is up for sale? I did see that. Hey, hey. that trade Denver made and the extension, worst move in NFL history. <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid. All right. Okay. Um, it it kind of looks it right now. It kind of looks it right now. Let's see. Let's see what happens. How about Sean Payton? He had more bathrooms in his house than wins with the Broncos. Look at you, Sean Payton, saying that they have a good relationship and he might still be there. Yeah, right. that's what he told us at the Super Bowl, to pal. Quote, to quote, to quote the great Irvin Magic Johnson, he ain't gonna be there. To quote Chris Mannix, I got a bridge in Brooklyn. I can okay, say. Okay, very good. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I'm. I, I we're, the, the story is yet to be written. All right. What else? There shouldn't be any all-star games anymore in any sport. That's correct. <laughs> Let's get rid of all of them. Correct. They're all pointless. This generation of kids don't care. They make too much money, and they care about too many other things than to play in some dumb exhibition that doesn't matter. Correct. They want to be um, honored as such, but not honor the game by playing it as if it should be. And the fact that... 100%. The fact that my, you know kids are sitting there and... 13-year-old kids in my household are saying it doesn't look like uh, they're trying very hard. Um, and the number of kids that watched the game played that way, it is not the way the league wants to have coaches say, you know, hey, play defense like this or shoot like that. or It, it is beyond the last best foot forward the league could association could put out there with their best feet and arms and legs and hands and everything else. There should be no all-star games anymore unless players actually are committed to being competitive in it. And if that means jostling someone around, yeah. That's what I I agree. Now, baseball is not very competitive, not because they don't try. It's because everybody comes out of the bullpen and throws 110 miles an hour. So So the games are one, two to one, three to two, whatever. So unless you put a speed limit on on what you can throw, I don't know. That's funny. So baseball is just a different conundrum. It's not that they don't try. It's still fun to watch baseball, but all the other sports are done. I'm with you. I don't think that's an overreaction at all. Two more. Two more. And then Joe Manganiello is coming up. In no way does LeBron not want a farewell tour. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are we doing? And then he then he comes out and he says, says he's 50 50. Oh, I've, I've never been comfortable with praise. You call yourself the king and the goat. What do you mean? So let me ask you this question. TJ, you can chime in if you wish. All right. Which, by the way, I shouldn't have to say that. You can always chime in as you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. But this is not placed in front of me for me to comment on whether this is an overreaction or not. This subject matter in no way does LeBron not want a farewell tour Mm -hmm. is for Chris to sound off on LeBron James, yes or no? 
Well, Chris, is, is what I just said an overreaction or not? Chris will sit here and tell you that. Oh, I have no problem with LeBron, but it does oh, kind of seem that he does. I don't have, have a problem a with LeBron. Problem with he LeBron. just says the dumbest things all the time when he doesn't have to. Well, he's maybe really torn on on wanting the attention for a farewell tour in he every city he goes to. Definitely wants a farewell tour. Let's be honest. I think so. He um, wants like a four year farewell tour. Yeah, he, I mean, but, and also, does he deserve a farewell tour? <laughs> yes, Absolutely. of course. But like, but just why don't come out don't and be like, eh, I'm 50-50 and if I want that. What are you, what are you, who are you fooling? Maybe he thought he was 50-50 if he so wants one next year. I'm right. Correct? I, yeah. That he's throwing this out there for him to sign off. Not for, he doesn't care what I have to think. I, I on, In this particular occasion, yes. I agree. We with agree. You. Yeah. Yeah. Proper reaction. All right. All right, last one. Yes. Last one, and this is probably just, so I can get a reverse jinx out there. <laughs> the Dodgers are going to set the MLB wins record this year. Oh, I don't think that's an Spring overreaction. Training is starting. I'm Dude, watching clips of Otani. You know it's incredible. You know times, like they're going to win like 140 games. Do you know how many times over the weekend Cooper says to me, Dad, Otani had another batted practice session. Yeah, it's, they're amazing. And he's like, he took 20 swings. Guess how many home runs? <laughs> Th- right? Like 13, 20. 30. I can't stop watching <laughs> And then he goes, he comes into the, he comes in the other day and he says, Dad, I just saw a video of Yamamoto throwing a yeah. bullpen. And I'm like, really? And he goes, yeah, uh, Mookie Betts gave him a standing ovation. <laughs> and Their I'm best like, player is switching positions. That's how stacked this team oh, is. Oh, and by the way, Otani's best trait. Won't he's not even, even doing. He's not even doing. He's just going to hit. Richard Coop's allegiance is going to switch to the Hell Dodgers. Hell no. Oh, Rich! No, that, you are you're worried no, about no, that. No, no, you are worried. No, I'm not, Rich. You that's are an overreaction. About that. Not at all. Not Rich Otani's within driving distance. One Soto's my on the only other concern. side of my the country. So far away my now. only concern. You can't control these kids. I will now, tell Rich. you my only concern. My only concern is that my kids are going to want to constantly go to Dodger Stadium, and the Dodgers won't use a single dime of the money that I will be putting in and everybody else will be putting in for them to not pay Otani until 30 years from now. They won't put a single dime into making it easier to get in and out of there or safer for people to actually cross the way that you need to go through to park, to create the traffic jams because they're constantly walking past. Hey, Dodgers, how about a little walk? Figure it out. How about a little walkway? Walkway. Either underground or overground. Let's move it. Wait, well, Frank McCourt still owns the parking lot, right? Oh, is that what it is? I think so. Oh, that's, that'll never happen. <laughs> hey, all right, I'm done. There we go. Good stuff. <laughs> and here we thought, what are we going to talk about on Overreaction Monday when there's no actual games being played? Look at you, Chris. Cooper Eisen, big hey, Dodger fan. You know what we're going to talk Dodger about? Fans. Stuff that Chris wants to get off his chest. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> Joe Manganello's coming out here, and hey. yes, Bubbles is with him. Bubbles the Chihuahua. And Joe Manganiello, Deal or No Deal Island, coming up. It's a bird thing. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were 
Network is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Joe Manganello here on the Rich Eisen Show. We're back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. We just saw a clip of Deal or No Deal Island, which premieres next Monday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Howie Mandel's an executive producer. You are hosting, sir. It's available the next day on Peacock, which means it's available right here on the Roku portal. It is great to see you, man. Nice to be in the family. It's you know what it's in the Roku family. Yeah, I, I mean it's just wild to see. It's is there are there skills challenges mm-hmm. as well? So is it kind of like a mixture between Deal or No Deal and Survivor in a way here? What do yeah, we got? Like, and, and yes, and okay. our entire crew was up from Australia, who was the crew for Survivor. Okay, and the show is run by a, a guy named Matt Kunitz, uh-huh. who created Fear Factor. Okay, so there's a Fear Factor element. Then, of course, you have the Deal or No Deal element because they go and compete for those cases. So they're working cooperatively to bring back the highest value cases. Whatever they find then goes up on the board at the Jungle Temple that night in a game of Deal or No Deal. So the so the clip showed a helicopter where the mm-hmm. banker's assistant is dropping suitcases mm-hmm. with amounts that are on the suitcase into the jungle. Yes. People then must now find these cases. Yeah, what you see right after that clip is I yell at them, go get those cases, and they run and find out that there is a football field-sized mud pit mm. that they have to then dive into Damn. to get those cases. And then amongst the mud in that particular challenge, there are two unmarked red cases. One has the lowest value in the competition, which would put you up for elimination potentially. Yes. And and one is a steal. So you can steal the highest value from someone else, but you won't know until you open those red cases. Okay. Now, I had flashbacks watching this video to my one failed opportunity being a reality television show host. I thought you were going to say a flashback to your bar mitzvah. No. no. <laughs> Definitely not. Okay. There was no jungle involved with that. No mud pit. Uh, and unless the cases were filled with checks in multiples of high, $18 a piece. <laughs> it's no, uh, that's, that's a, it's different. Um, <laughs> um, so I, I did a, a show called The Great Escape mm-hmm. that required an open to the show that used a helicopter to come from very far away to shoot my delivery on camera. Okay. And if I blew it, oh yeah, the helicopter would have to turn around and the entire crew would have to reposition their cameras once again. It was a reset that cost time and definitely money. Sounds like I never, apocalypse now. Dude, I kid you <laughs> not. I, I, in, in my career, I'm, I'm, I pride myself on not getting nervous, mm-hmm. but I just, as that helicopter was coming, I knew I had to nail this thing. Did you? I've seen you those... on stage. You played the narrator <laughs> right. in Major League. That was truly one. Staged still, reading a Major League. Still with Brian Wilson, the closer, as the wild thing. But there yeah. I am trying to look mysterious uh-huh. um, in the great. That's in Alcatraz right there. Okay. So did you have those moments shooting these, you know, where you got to be mysterious in front of these people and, and they're shooting the helicopters are shooting you all over the place? Sure, I mean, but, but I mean, you know, I, I'm a theater actor, so I, I like the tightrope. No net. Come on, let's go. You know, I, I like it when the adrenaline gets pumping. Um, and, um, you know, but, but really and truly like, like, you know, you can't help but get into it because it is a competition series yes. and, you know, you ride these ups and downs with the contestants, you know, um, there are times when, you know, I guess most, you see a lot of hosts that are very stoic yes, or very kind of neutral. Yeah. Um, I was given the latitude and the agency to kind of do what I wanted as a host. Okay. I'm out there high fiving, fist pumping, yeah. you know, I mean, we're, and then I'm also having my heart broken at the disappointments that happen. So, okay. uh, you know, I kind of have free reign to, to ride that, the way that you would a, a color analyst, I guess. Uh, okay, you know? that's cool. Uh, deal or no deal, Island again premieres next Monday uh, at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC and available on Peacock the next day right here 
on Roku, and there's a shot of you in the uh, in the forest, yeah, holding a, a suitcase. There's another one that I, I saw uh, <laughs> moments ago. Can you put up the one where he's looking all kick-ass and cool, sitting at the table? Oh, um, if you don't mind doing there, it yes. is. Uh, couldn't help but That's notice. Great. That's a G shot. Right those there. are some loafers. Uh-huh. Those are not um, any sort of dunks or any sort of uh, Jordans? We know I am over 40, so I'm not supposed to wear Air Jordans. That's why I was wondering if that's what it was. All right, let's jump into it, because I know you've been champing at the bit a little bit here. Uh, For those who may not be understanding what Joe is referring to, this is uh, from our Super Bowl Friday in Las Vegas. I don't know. How, did you bring this up, TJ, or did he just bring it up? Uh, he it's brought it up because uh, Sean, Payton Sean Payton was wearing 11s. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and Sean Payton was on just before right Sebastian Maniscalco. And Sean Payton's 60 years This is what he had yeah. to say. Hit it. What age is too old to be wearing Jordans? Oh. Uh, this, is, this is the reason I ask. Oh, wow. Sebastian Maniscalco is here, everybody. No, I, I have you. Well, you have so Jordans we, on? Do you have Jordans yeah, on? Do you Does everybody have Jordans on? No. Okay. I'm hocus because I'm old. I got hocus. I'm old. Well, you got hocus. Yeah, you got the you got the uh, senior citizen Jordan. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hocus and ons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sixty-five and over. Just slip Whoa. your feet into them. I'm not saying you're sixty-five. Oh, okay. I'm just saying maybe you're a little early on it. But I have a I have a pair of Jordans. Yes. And I don't know if I could pull them off oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just because of the age. You know. We saw it. Put it. Put it. Put it back on. <laughs> We're good. So what are your? They look good. No, these aren't Jordan. These are just normal okay. sneakers. Okay. I'm just saying the Jordan shoe in general. Yeah. I am. I'm 50. What do you I, think is the cutoff? What would you do? I would. I'm gonna say after 40. That's it. I think we retired a Jordan. Sean Payton is 60. He's 60. Yeah. I'm not saying he looked bad in him. Right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying age appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The floor is yours, Joe. You texted me like right away. Yeah. As soon as you saw that. I'm assuming on Instagram because that thing, it went wildfire over the last five days. I know. I was getting hit up because I actually just did a segment where uh, I showed off my, my shoe closet. Yep. And, uh, and so people were actually hitting me up. Okay. Kind of like for my rebuttal. And? And I figured, well, that's why I wrote to you. I was like, hey, man, I'm coming in on Monday. I'm bringing the heat. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call your boy Sebastian. <laughs> so, so what are you what are you rocking today? Are you Well, today I you know, I brought out the one of ones. Okay. These are by uh, anybody who watches the NFL. They know that they now get to, you know, have painted cleats, mm-hmm. you know, hand-painted cleats. A lot of those are done by, or the, the really popular ones are done by, Mosh. M-A-C-H-E, who is a custom shoemaker, and he made these for me in 14. These are the Guns N' Roses Air Jordan 1 Use Your Illusions, which is, this is Use Your Illusion 1 and Use Your Illusion 2 to commemorate the double album that was released in, on the same day in 1991. So these are also hand-painted. You can see that the, the album art is on there. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Jeez. Yeah, so I, I want to bring the fire today. And so what is your... What's the retort? The I would have put Sebastian. You know what? Actually, I mean, moving aside from Jordan's, I was just looking at him and I was thinking those new Fear of God Adidas. I, I, I think I think Sebastian would look good in a pair of those. Okay, Sebastian, if you're out there, I'll send you a pair, man. I think you, I think you'd look good in those. I can find out what his shoe <laughs> size is. Hold on a second. <laughs> I mean, we should be. This is the time to Facetime Sebastian. This right? is a good this time. Also, right also, now. I, I have a movie coming out this uh, year with Vince Vaughn, Susan Sarandon, Lorraine Bracco, Talia oh. Shire. Drea DiMatteo, Brenda Vaccaro, Linda Cardellini, a lot of people with vowels at the end of their names called Nona's, which is about being Italian. Yeah. So this could be the start of some beef. <laughs> right? This is it. This is like Biggie and Tupac now. It's me and Sebastian. Talia Shire is a serious, you know. Talia Shire. You should hear some of her stories. Lorraine Bracco's stories about Scorsese on the set of Goodfellas. Yeah. Gandolfini on the set of Sopranos. Talia's stories about Rocky, about The Godfather. It was it was incredible. It was such a great experience. Brenda's Brenda was telling us about, you know, being on the pole in Midnight Cowboy. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Do tell. I mean, I would, that's better for her to say, okay, I guess. Okay, very good. But yeah. All yeah. right. And so is she wearing Jordans? Um, 
she would wear Jordan. I'm sure Lorraine would wear Jordan. Listen, I mean, that's the other thing, too. I mean, in that movie, I'm I'm wearing some Jordans. I got a track suit on. I'm talking with my hands. You know, yeah. I mean, there's kind of a, a bit of, I think, being Italian that right. lends itself to Jordans and track suits. Look at, but the, I mean, but you also don't look old. I don't look old. Oh, Joe. thanks, Rich. Come on. But it's all the preservatives. Come on, dude. <laughs> preservatives. You don't. I mean, like, I think his point is... You know, but but Bob Kraft always wears some rocking. Bob Kraft has yeah. custom Air Force Shoes. Ones all the right? time. Yeah, I think Uncle Jerry's got some. I mean, Jordans Sean Payton was sixty and he was rocking some gold Elevens. They were sick. I, I don't think it looked Sean bad Payton at all. Works in athletics. Yeah. You know, I mean, there, there's another side of that too. If you're an athlete, you work in athletics. I mean, and then Kenny Chesney came out. He was the next guest. Yeah, he had a pair of fours on. There so, it is. I like fours. I love force. Did yeah. you, you know, obviously, you got the breads over the weekend, Joe. I'm I, sure. I struck out. You probably got them sent. To How you. many shoes do you own? <laughs> How many? Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. I mean, <laughs> you 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 used to come over for That's Game of Thrones night, <laughs> yes. right? Many and you times. met my friend Jay Gordon at Bodega, and he's yeah. he he been here. He was Jay's coming. Jay's been here. He's been yeah. here, and he was kind enough to host me for w- once. And hopefully, you know, again, future times. Sure. Jay would show up to a Game of Thrones party on Sunday yeah. with a gift for he'd say, oh, hey, I had these laying around in 14 and they would be like the Travis Scott Cactus Jack ones. And I'm like, these are worth thousands of dollars. Thank you. <laughs> I just put them right over here. You know, I mean, there was a time when I went to go pick up my Offway Jordan one Chicago's and I couldn't get downtown for like a few months. Mm-hmm. By the time I went to pick them up, they were like five grand online okay. and I'm paying retail. So, uh, so that's the beauty of it. The no, beauty no. of it is get a friend of yours who knows your shoe size <laughs> who will hide them <laughs> from is... all the professional athletes so you can go and buy them at retail. <laughs> well, I've got a nephew that is uh, very, very resourceful. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, Bottom line, though, is you didn't answer my question. Uh-huh. How many? Yes. Oh, gosh. Uh, give mean, or take. And I rotate them, and I give them away okay. sometimes. All right. Because I have my brother is my size, my trainer, Ron, he's my size. Why are you not answering Sometimes I'll have them over. <laughs> I'm <laughs> thinking. I'm doing the calculation in my head. Too, I don't Joe. know. Do you while, to, while you think, 100? I will give you a lot of credit because a lot of people, I, I do this too sometimes, you buy them because they're exclusive. You mm. happen to win a lottery or what have yeah. you, and you just sit on them. They're just no. sitting in your closet. You get these super exclusive, super amazing shoes, and you wear them. Wear them. What I you give doing? you a lot of credit for that. Yeah, no, I, I'm a, I, I wear them. Take them out of the package, wear them, enjoy them. I wear them to the gym. But, gold, but Gold's Gym in Venice is like sneakerhead paradise. Like you have, to, it, it really, it's crazy. Some of the stuff that people are lifting in. Okay, so I wouldn't lift in these. When but, you but put all the yeah. numbers together, yeah. How many shoes do you? I have? mean, I don't know. I guess, <laughs> I guess around around a hundred, maybe. Maybe there's a hundred there in there now. Maybe that's more. Don't you think? There's got to be more than a hundred. Well, I, I don't less. know. I, I try to want to say false. You're telling so, falsehoods. Yeah, five hundred. <laughs> I mean, it's not like DJ Khaled or something like that. You know what I mean? Five, how we many? How many? I mean, if you PJ Tucker, if you put oh, yeah. yeah. PJ Tucker, so yeah. five five twenty sided die worth. So it is. <laughs> so it is. We'll roll. Yeah, we'd have to roll. You'd have. To, I'd have to watch you roll these dice and then count the numbers, Rich, <laughs> and then add your charisma bonus. <laughs> <laughs> which is well, which, I mean, that, that's incalculable. I'd put you on a plus five. There's no okay, <laughs> which is a twenty, which is a max without a magical item. Thank you for <laughs> translating for me. Mm-hmm. I really sure, appreciate we're speaking that. nerd here. Okay, for, for and so and you all said a problem with with our supposition that you're not allowed to wear a jersey of somebody younger than you. Right? Oh, I was going to wear my T.J. Watt jersey today, but it's at the dry cleaners. But uh, I was going to wear also <laughs> also because he's younger than me. But also because I mean. Why is he not defensive player of the year? Why are we coming up with crazy stats to show? Other, I mean, oh, I, I, I honestly think it was. Um, I don't know. I, I thought Miles Garrett was terrific. I sure. thought Max Crosby was player. terrific. Yeah, sure. Uh, wonderful I, I said that into this microphone, and um, mm. some got very, very upset with me for saying something like that. Um, I don't and, know. I mean, and um, so, uh, but, but I, I do believe it's kind of fatigue. Where it's just like, okay, you want it? Let's give it to somebody who's never won it. I believe that there's a, a faction like that, which is okay. not fair. I'm not going to lie. No. I mean, uh, I, I would give it to somebody who had a bunch of sacks in his last seven games of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, quantifiable guy, numbers. I, this I would, is I would, a Steeler guy right with there. I, I mean, look, it. I'm just a numbers guy. I'm just a scholar. I'm coming at it from a scholar's who, angle. Who do you want being the quarterback of your team? Angle. Who do I want? To, uh, boy, I mean, you know, I, I, I really like what Mason Rudolph did towards the end of the season. He, he, he made it. He made it click. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I'd like to see him back. Um, you know, I I wonder if we aren't in one of those one of those spots, kind of like we were in the late '90s, where um, you know the guy that we're going to draft you're is going to be a high draft pick. Are you are you calling? You know, the, the, wait a minute, are you calling the, Kenny Pickett your Bubby Brister? Is that what you're saying? Right I now? mean, I I hope that it's Kenny. And I hope that he can rebound this year. I hope that uh, with a new offensive coordinator, things are going to click. I think that was the that was the issue with bringing back the offensive coordinator last year, is that we didn't get a really great look at Kenny with a, with a great OC. I think Arthur Smith was a genius hire. I hope so. Yeah, I think well, so. I don't think there's any hope. I think he's he is exactly what the doctor ordered, which is. Somebody not from the organization. Yes. Somebody who has done it before. Mm -hmm. Someone who has a track record. Mm -hmm. And somebody who has a track record of coordinating an offense that doesn't look, in many ways, appreciably different from what the Titans did. And I understand people are like, that's not very uh, dynamic. But when you got a bruising running back and a quarterback yeah. who can run it and throw it, you put somebody like I, I don't did did the Arthur Smith. I guess AJ Brown would be Pickens would be the the AJ Brown of this offense. I mean, if you want to continue the analogy sure. here, so well, I would listen. And AJ Brown Jaylen was fantastic, Warren, and Jalen Warren is he's awesome. He, he's he's a number one running back. I was wondering where the hell the points are. It's not because it wasn't the talent that was put out on the no, field. No, but I think it was just a predictable offense. I think it was a, it was it was a predictable offense. We could all call it from the couch what was going to happen. You know, I mean, and, and we talked about laugh. it before. It's I think a lot of the issue with the team over the past decade or so is the, is the lack of head coaching candidates or potential head coaching candidates as coordinators. There's no coaching tree. So, you know, I, I just think take the burden off of you. You know, we did really well when we had Dick LeBeau. You know, you talk about Bruce Arians, Ken Wisenhunt, you know, you've got guys in there who are potential head coaching candidates somewhere else. Yeah, well, Ben I, I Roethlisberger think... was also the through line too, and that guy's a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? So True. you had yeah. the quarterback True. right. You nailed it when you took the kid out of Miami of Ohio in 2004. You know, like that was sure. it. Stuck the landing on that one. But even on defense as well. I mean, teams have won Super Bowls that didn't necessarily have a Hall of Fame quarterback on the strength of a of a strong defense. Yeah. And again, I I just uh I, I like the higher Arthur Smith. I, I, I like that and I Me too. Uh you know, I I, I I think that's pointing up. Very good. Uh look you wanna finish the show here with us? You good? Yeah. Let's do it. All right, Joe Joe Manganello is here. Um and deal or no deal island is gonna be on your Roku device starting next week. NBC will have it first obviously before Peacock We'll take a break right here on the Rich Eisen Show and finish our Monday show with Joe Manganiello. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs and the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side, helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. All right, two minutes until our radio audience returns, then we'll just finish the show up. So, uh, what what is that logo on your shirt? What is that? Oh, this is... Uh... Was well, that's like a Japanese streetwear brand I really like called Mastermind. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's in Steeler colors. 
That's it. Is that so what it is? Because the J the TJ Watt was in the was in the it was in the, the yeah. shop in <laughs> yeah. the. So I had to wear something black and yellow. Seriously, how so? The the Steelers jerseys you have, you own, or, or who? Who do you what do you have? Oh boy, I mean, present. I've got um, I've got uh, I've got TJ home home block number away. I've got Najee. I've got uh, who else do I have? I've got I've got Franco. Mm-hmm. I've got I wear Troy a lot, um, even though he's younger than me. <laughs> I wear a Troy jersey, uh, and then I have like I have like Antonio Brown Bumblebee jerseys. Like I have, I have AB's first Pro Bowl jersey that he signed for me. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, I have, I, and I have lots of signed jerseys by lots of the guys. The Bumblebee jerseys, I was never into that. I love the Bumblebees. I, I love never, them. I was, never did, was did into you like that. the Bumblebees or no? I mean, they're kind of ugh. no. They're straight. I know. Yeah, but dope. you used to wear those at the Foot Locker. Yeah, but those were those were vertical stripes as opposed to horizontal. There's difference, you know. Make horizontal makes you look more jacked. Horizontal, yeah, not swimming. Not, not, swimming. not, not, not swimming. No, yeah, yeah, show. Yeah. I'm chubby. Horizontal makes me look chubbier. <laughs> Do you ever buy shoes <laughs> from this man? From him? Yeah. No. You know, we, I, I used to be in the Foot Locker downtown on Fifth Avenue. Downtown. Fifth Avenue and downtown. Not, not over at uh, Ross Park Mall. Now. Never made because t- I lived on yeah. the Mount and I and I didn't have a car, so I didn't want to take a bus out to Ross Park. You didn't ever go up to uh, Redbeards? Oh, Redbeards is where I made my decision to move out here. I was at Redbeards having oh, quarter wings nice. on a Monday. Nice. You ever get down to uh, Donzie's on Ladies oh, Night? Come on, down there for twenty five. <laughs> oh man, just this is English. Just got my eye off. I don't understand anything. CJ Barnes. This is way worse than Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio. Zelda's quarter draft night. (laughs) Come on. I walked in there with three bucks and and walked out toasty. And quarters. Do you you consider Pittsburgh an East Coast city? No. Okay. And it's not Midwest either. It's its own bubble. It just is. It's in between. It's not. People in Pittsburgh aren't. What's the word I'm looking for? Um edgy the way that philadelphia people are okay uh or new york people or boston people it's different that mm-hmm. eastern seaboard is different pittsburgh's when you meet someone there they generally want to be your friend they're nice people which i think I'm is from more, new york i wanted to be your friend when we first met <laughs> come on now right well, you're, so you're, 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 you're they're outliers it's more it's more midwest in its in, in the people's attitude yes um than it is east coast but it's not midwest like it's not i didn't grow up listening to country you know it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't that kind con- but if you go i think a little further into ohio you get into country territory so you're rust belt what you're saying is that what you Rust Belt, former Rust Belt, Detroit is similar, Cleveland is similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, th- I think Pittsburgh also has like an artistic flair to it, which which I think kind of lends itself. Nice universities, good mm-hmm. museums, you know, lends itself to like what East Coast would be. But you know, it's a uh, good old fashioned Midwestern horse sense. And you if, know, that's that's the blue collar attitude. I would be remiss if I didn't bring up what this the, your pens did for Yager hey, over the weekend. We, I think we got some. Uh, Photographs of that. There you yeah, go. That's pretty cool. Look at man. the Yager lids they're wearing. With the mullet wigs. I love it. <laughs> yeah, Yager. Uh, th- I mean, that that was when I was in high school. Was the the Yager Lemieux days. Yager was dating this girl in the next town over, Upper St. Clair. Mm-hmm. So I remember that. That was big news. It was big news. <laughs> oh yeah. Yager. This guy comes to town, and now he's dating this. <laughs> High school girl in the next school over. I will be picking her up in his eye rock. Joe, you remember when Yager used to do the weather on I think on DVE? It was like Yammer Yager weather. And he no, would, but that's kind of genius. That's genius. The weather. He was like, it's raining, and that would be the Yammer Yager nah. weather report. I would never. I will never forget when I first started at ESPN in 1996, and a friend of mine um, took me to a Hartford Whaler game. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget just being stunned that the the arena was in the mall. So you go in the mall. Amazing. And that was a nickname for it, the mall. Like you'd go in the mall and instead of walking through the doors and it would be a movie theater or some, you know, a sharper image or, you know. Chess King. Food court. Chess King. Mm-hmm. Good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. It would be, you'd walk through and the, there's the hockey arena. And they took on the Penguins that night. Yager and Lemieux. I think both hat tricked. I think the final was like eight nothing. Crazy. They were, yeah, unbelievable. They were amazing. Well, and anybody who ever had you know NHL video hockey knows that the '93 team was the best team <laughs> out of all those teams, and that was the one that didn't win the championship. 
9192. Yeah, no, those those were great. Those were great, great, great days. Yeah, great days. Yeah. Yeah. Yager yeah. was the bomb. Yeah. I wish he he I wish that we had him back. I wish he'd come back oh, and play he still, season. Does he, he can give you some shifts. Isn't he still sure. isn't he still playing? Somewhere? He's, on yeah, Planet he's Earth? playing in like a, a Russian league or something. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, yeah. He's still playing. Okay. I would have loved to have seen him come back. Deal or No Deal Island premieres next Monday, 9.30 Eastern on NBC. You are the host, Joe Manganiello. Everybody mm -hmm. should check it out. If you don't see it on NBC, it's available the next day on Peacock, which you can stream right here on our Roku portal. Uh, also, uh, you're never too old to wear Jordans or, or any kick-ass shoes like the ones that you don't call them sneakers right you don't do that they're shoes no yeah okay we, thank we used you. to call them tennis shoes when you were younger I, i'm 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 see that, tennis that shoes. Uh, soda that's pop a, that's a midwest thing you say you're not midwest but that's midwest that's total midwest soda pop jimmies tennis shoes like you know i call it soda tennis shoes gum you, you call, call a rubber pump. band or a gum band Ooh. a rubber band you uh, call it a gum well, band pittsburgh but pittsburgh also says when you you go to the laundromat you Wash your clothes. Yeah, I know that. I'm you wearing them. Um, George and, Washington. And do not tell Joe that he cannot wear a jersey of somebody younger than him. Although I'll tell, I, I would have guessed that you were younger than Troy Polamalu. Again, mm -hmm. you'd think you don't age. No, you don't age. You're frozen in time, sir. Try to take care of myself. Is that a spell that you put on me? Is that what it is? <laughs> is that one of those spells? Are you gonna come to Gold's Gym with me? When? Whenever. Okay. Sure. It's like it's on your way home. Yeah, sure. No, actually, it's not. But <laughs> is it? He's in the. You're in the opposite uh, direction. Not goals. really on your way home. No, I got not really. On your way. No, but I'm. I'm. I'm going to go. Uh, sure. Yeah. Why not? Kind of. How How long would I last working out with you? Five come on, minutes. Come on over. No. Ten minutes. On. Okay. It's going to be great. We'll do it. Yeah, I'm feeling good about myself these Joe days. Mike O'Hearn are down there just going yeah. nuts. I, yeah, I actually, I, I, I do. I, I yeah. lift with Mike. Yeah, I hang I out with Mike. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, that'll You're wrap up this edition. Thanks there. for coming on, brother. Thanks for having you, me. Pal. That's Joe Manganiello right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I also want to thank Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and Chris mm -hmm. Mannix. If you missed any of it, we are about to re-air on the Roku channel where we come back to wrap up this Monday show in a sec. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.